Hey everybody, welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 66, D23 News. From the year 2023. I wanted to say this was 2023 D23 News. They should call it D23 100. I, I feel like there was such an opportunity here. So maybe we should say that D23 is... Uh, well, I think it's an annual, I don't know if they did it during COVID, but it's an annual convention where Disney kind of promotes. They make a lot of announcements. Yeah. They, they want to talk about the future, the future. And your, um, somewhat cynical, uh, view is that they're trying to make the shareholders happy, right? Yeah. Listen, I'm just going to, I'm going to level with you right now. This is what D23 up until this point has traditionally been about. Let's announce a whole bunch of stuff show you everything we're going to do. We'll put some concept art out there. We'll make some announcements. And it, it, it consists of all sorts of Disney stuff from the parks to, to their film and TV show IP to the streaming stuff, whatever. Right. And they announce all this stuff and, um, and you know, then, then shares go up and shareholders are happy. Yeah. You know, and then like, you know, six months to a year to five years to 10 years later, like, some of these projects, they've just disappeared. Yeah. Like you never hear about them ever again. They just kind of go away or they're reimagined to such a degree. You're like, so what was the point of that original big presentation? Like you just got up there to tell us about stuff you knew you were never going to deliver. We're, we're going to be optimistic though. Listen, I work for the government, so I know all about promising things you can't deliver. Oh no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We do. We deliver exactly what we say, <laughs> but I had to get a good, I had to get a joke in there. Right. Yes. So for those that are first time listeners, I'm Kayla and this is my husband, Randy, and we have lots to say about Disney. So we just thought, why don't we, rather than bore people at parties, we'll just make a podcast and people can choose to listen to our stuff. And we still might bore you at a party when you come up and ask us about Disney. We we just can't stop. First thing you do is like, oh, you, you guys like Disney? Yeah, I went there once and then good luck getting away from us. Yeah, so... You are caught in our net. So um, if you want to listen to more of us, specifically Randy, he um, he has another podcast called Escape to the Magic. It's with three dudes, three dads that have a strong love for Disney. And like y'all care about the movies and the Marvel and the TV shows All and the parks it. and merchandise and you throw in men references like bcs and other things that probably won't come up in this podcast we play games we do play games you guys have some really fun games like i i'm impressed i listened to y'all's most recent one today and i thought it was hilarious so well thank you thank you uh we enjoy it so yeah come check us out escape to the magic podcast but while you're here at whistle while you work We've been doing this for a little while now, so check out some previous episodes. We like to talk about all things um, Disney as well, but we talk a lot about Walt Disney World and the parks in general, um, sharing pro tips, um, experiences that we have had, experiences you could have, and what we really love to do is help people manage their expectations for their next Disney trip. Including yours including mine. mine. Including mine. (laughs) But, you know, to do that also, you help people literally plan Disney trips. I do. Yeah. So if you have anyone or know anyone that's wanting to take a trip, um, it's I'm no extra cost. You work with me. You get all my expertise and fun and 
I'll even wake up early and help book dining reservations if if you so choose and and you can have a great vacation. So let me help you because I have so much joy in going and planning. So yeah. Yeah. If if you're trying to figure out how to get a hold of me, um, the best way is just to go to our Instagram, Whistle While You Work podcast, send me a message there and and there's even a link if you want a free quote. So let's kick it off. What are we going to kick? D23-100. D23-2023. 2023-D23. So when you first said D23-23, it sounds like the year 2323. Well, isn't that what they're aiming for? They're talking about the future. Okay. That is pretty far out there. So I pulled a, I referenced an article so we, I mean, you could, I think you probably could watch some of this. There's probably a feed where you could have watched it. You could go to the actual convention. Um, there's a lot of reporters. So I just pulled up an article that someone wrote, like the 12 biggest announcements at D23. So I don't, I don't know if you want to go in order or if you just want to randomly pick ones that you think our listeners are going to care about. So I read your article and then I actually went over to the Disney site and I checked out, uh, particularly I paid attention to the park announcements because that's really, yeah, we love the that's, park. I mean, that's where we live. Right. So we're going to, so let's talk about some park announcements. There's some, there's some good ones here to talk about. There's some, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, but I do think that the one that you shared with me, that article, it was good to kind of put some context. And, um, if you want to know more about these, you can always go to disneyparks.disney.go.com and check out their blog where they share with you all of the announcements about the Disney parks at D23. I like that website. Sometimes they'll put like the new food, like the, like Christmas food or the whatever. So they, they do put some pretty good stuff on that one. There is great stuff and it's always a good place to get reliable information yeah, it's and them. it's reliable because it's their information <laughs> as reliable as d23 announcements are like we just kind of alluded to the fact that sometimes they announce stuff that they never actually follow through with but you know a lot of not a lot but there are many projects that actually do come to fruition so i will say one of the announcements that was kind of not a um climatic climactic thing was the Moana Journey of Water that's opening in Epcot. I mean, it's from what we've seen when you ride the monorail and you can see it from above, it's been done and ready. They've been testing it forever. Um, so they finally just announced October 16th that it's finally opening. So I don't know if that was, I mean, yeah, I guess it was an announcement because there's a date to it, but it's like it's an announcement of an announcement. Um, well, that was know. the first time they told us the actual date. It is the first yeah. time they told us the actual date. Um, and by the way, if you happen to be a Disney World annual pass holder, there is a special pass holder preview of that. Um, it looks like it'll be cool. It's not a ride. It's, it's not a just ride. A it's a interactive area. Through. Yeah. And I'm I, sure it'll be. Really I look cool. forward to visiting it so that I can finally understand exactly what it is. Because I'll tell you, since they announced it now years ago, and since we've been watching the construction of it four years since. I still have no idea what I'm supposed to expect. I'm it's an interactive water exhibit. Yeah. But I think that's the thing we're all most excited about is for those walls to come down. Yeah. Take down those walls, Mr. Mr. Morrow, take down those walls. <laughs> right, Epcot. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting for sure. I, I did see some um, pictures and things of it at nighttime. 
I bet it's going to look really yeah. cool at nighttime. Because, yeah. you know, that's the thing. Disney does it better than anybody else. Nighttime in the Disney parks, nobody can do it like they do. The lighting and the all lighting, the lighting, the experience yeah. and what you feel and where you go and what you see. It's absolutely magical. And I have no doubt in my mind that that this area, inspired by Moana, um, featuring water, they're going to do some incredible stuff. Because think about it. They've already done incredible stuff with water at Epcot. Right. The reverse waterfall? Yeah. I mean, that thing, that's like the coolest fountain I've ever seen. Yep. So what else, what else announcements do you want to go over? That was just one that I thought of. So I will say this, this is one that actually has gotten a lot of press. And to me, I was like, but right around the corner, um, is a fan favorite attraction. Okay. He's everyone's favorite. Dragon. Dragon. Unicorn. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. he, He is a dragon. Yeah. His name is Figment, and um, there's been the Figment into Imagination attraction over there, um, and this is going to be really close, actually, to where Moana's Journey into Water is. Well, so they announced that there's now going to be a Figment character meet, meet and greet. That's what I thought it was. That's So I just, I, I did go to Epcot as a child, and I know there's a lot of kids that went to Epcot and have a lot of feelings towards Figment. I don't really have those. <laughs> so I all I know is the, the current ride. And it's just okay. But so anyway, there's a lot of fans out there that are excited for this. Yeah, there are fans excited. I just don't care about meet and greets whatsoever at all. It's just not my thing. Um, you know why? Because you want to go to the rides. I want a thrill attraction. You didn't even like meeting Mickey Mouse when he could talk to us. You know what? Um, that was pretty unique, and that was pretty special. So I'm, I'm, that was pretty unique. Okay. And special. Did I say that part? Um, You're special. But that's Mickey. I mean, I, I'm special. We're all special <laughs> in our own special way. No, right. I don't. I don't care about that. That was that was to me. That's a that's a letdown. And the reason why it's a letdown, and I think why it's a letdown to a lot of people, is because the figment into imagination, the journey, the journey into, into imagination, imagination ride figment, featuring yeah. figment. Yeah. <laughs> um, that ride needs an update. Like and just, so the just, hope was just, that just that would technologically, be, yeah. like in fact, you could keep the entire same story. That would be fine. But if you just updated the technology in the attraction itself, it would go a tremendous way. But it is something that you're like, oh, yeah, this is a couple decades old now. But if you, you can always count on it being like a five-minute ride or just a walk-on. It's so a walk-on. there's, there's and that. that. tells you exactly why it's time for a refresh. <laughs> <laughs> they really could distribute the crowds better in that park with yeah. more. But if you really want to know where this is at, and, and I'm going to bring this up because this particular attraction, it's kind of just nestled into the middle of nowhere. But look for the pyramid. Okay, so if you come in the main gates of the park, this is off to the right side. I don't know if that's east or west, but it's to the right side. Okay. Okay. And if you go, in fact, if you go over towards the land pavilion, okay, and you were to just go that way and then keep walking straight, you would eventually find the pyramid. And over there, there's a couple of things. One of them is Journey into Imagination. Another one is the Pixar Film Festival. 
And in this same location also happens to be the Disney Vacation Club member lounge located at the top of the pyramid. So there's a few things, but it's just kind of nestled back there. There's so is this going to be rarely where, a like bunch you, of people right now? You meet Vanellope and Wreck-It Ralph. Is that where he's going to be? Um, but that's what it's it going to be at the Imagination Pavilion. Yeah, so I would I think assume that's so. It. Yeah. And I will say one of the cool things about Journey into Imagination is you get off the ride and there's interactive things for you to do, right? Yes. Which is what Epcot was all about yeah. in the first place. And so I think that's where the the meet and greet will be. Um, but again, missed opportunity in my opinion. Like this should have been a package deal. Not only do we get a meet and greet, but we are also going to get a refresh. Well, maybe maybe part of this was to make the shareholders happy that we're not going to spend a bunch of money. <laughs> so maybe that's why we'll, we'll just put a figment meet and greet. That's, you know... You know, it goes both ways, I guess, right? I mean, you say you're going to invest a bunch of money and that might scare guests off for yeah. a little while because they want to wait. Um, oh, that's I don't know. true. I, don't I mean, I could that. I could see it going both ways. Okay. What else do we got? You got the list over there. I guess I could pull it up, but we'll go with yours. What about over at Animal Kingdom? The big announcement about Dinosaur and that whole dino land. Yeah. So tell us about it. Yeah. What do, so what do, what do you know? I can't remember something of America or what was the what's the name of that land going to be now? It's going to be called the Tropical Americas. OK, I, I was close. The Tropical Americas and the current dinosaur um, ride is going to become Indiana Jones. So I guess they're just going to I mean, it is Indiana Jones, but it's dinosaur it's like a cover of dinosaur kind of, but it's actually. Yeah. And I'll tell you, um, I need to go back and watch this segment of D23. That part was not very clear to me. What I what I heard was, yeah, we're going to consider some Indiana Jones themed attractions, but nothing confirmed like, oh, we're going to turn dinosaur into Indiana Jones. Now, the backstory to this, of course, is that the ride dinosaur was imported from yeah, from Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah, which is the Indiana Jones Adventure ride. Yeah, okay, it's the exact same track. It's the exact same vehicles. vehicles yeah, it's just a different story, different theme, right? Um, and so, the thought for many, many years has been like, how come we can't just have the Indiana Jones attraction? It's it, that's a that's a bigger IP than just talking about a story about dinosaurs. In this part of Animal Kingdom, that kind of doesn't really make a lot of sense. Well, they're getting rid of Dino-Rama and all that stuff. I so, mean, it's, it's going to be a whole new land. And with the with the closing down of basically the carnival area back there, like it is time to really do something. And and there had been some there had been some previous D twenty three announcements about this. Yeah, wasn't it supposed to be Zootopia or something else? Things are going to change. Things yeah. are going to change. And so, you know, they have announced that um, you know, experience uh, inspired by Encanto. Um, Indiana Jones, they're being considered for the reimagined land at Animal Kingdom. I thought there was supposed to be Encanto stuff over by Big Thunder Mountain. We're going to get to that announcement later, okay? Okay, well, I can't wait. Well, we're going to have to because it's later on the list. Okay, (laughs) we can't go out of order. Well, I, for one, was never a big fan of of Dino Dino Land USA, so I think... I'm, didn't didn't I'm, you I'm think excited. it was fun to dig for bones in the dirt? That was, I did like that. I do like the dinosaur ride, although it scares me every single time, every single time. 
Um, I love that ride. I can go both ways. When I when I talk with my friends about this, I go both ways on this. If they turn it into Indiana Jones, okay, that's great because that's a great ride. If they left it alone, okay, that's great because I love the ride. There you go. <laughs> so either, either way, for me, it's a win-win. Um, but just that whole area back there was always kind of, it was just, I, I, I finally understood what they were trying to do. I just, it wasn't my flavor, so... I think the only thing I'd regret is that in the transformation, we will lose Claire Huxtable. She is part of that attraction. I know. You know, Felicia Rashad, she is part of the pre-show. Yes. Big part of it. Back in 1998 when that park opened, yep. she was a pretty hot commodity. Yep. Dr. Claire Huxtable. All Where? right. Keep going. I want to get to the the one area. Did they talk about that area? All right, I don't want to skip ahead. What What do you want to talk about next? I, I don't. You're You're. That's too vague for me. So let's talk about Zootopia. Go back to Zootopia. So there's going to be some reimagining at the Tree of Life in Animal Kingdom. In still. Animal Kingdom. Okay. Yep. So a new show based on Zootopia is going to be created for the Tree of Life Theater at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So what do you know? What takes place in the theater there right now? It's tough to be a bug. Yeah. That's kind of interesting, don't you think? I mean, do you even remember Zootopia? You know what? I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, no. I think you have. Maybe I... I've seen parts. I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through. I mean, I get the fact that it's a... Uh, bugs. What was the... It's tough to be, a, tough bug, to be a bug, but what was the name of the... Bugs Life. A bugs Life. Yeah. I mean, that came out in the late 90s, so I get that they're trying to come up with some sort of IP that's newer for kids these days. But I guess, I mean, but again, I mean, that was a huge IP as one of Pixar's original big ones. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. Did you like the, it's tough to be a bug though. I mean, I the thought, spiders, I thought it, I thought ants. it, I thought it was kind of cool what it was. It did make sense for that park, but I guess Zootopia, it's supposed to be zoo like, I guess so too. Um, who knows how long any of this will take or anything. If so, it happens at all. If it happens at so all. here's our here's our big disclaimer, big fat disclaimer on this one. They do announce a lot of stuff. And just like we said at the beginning, it may or may not happen. Yeah. So don't listen. And they may or may yeah. not tell you anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it just it just fades away. They don't yeah. ever allude to the fact. That you they- remember a big announcement at Epcot a few years ago coming to the uh, England Pavilion? Oh, Mary Poppins ride yeah. or something. Gone. Not yeah. happening. Yeah. And it just quietly disappeared until finally one day someone got the, hey, what happened to Mary Poppins? Oh, yeah, we're not going to do that. She just floated away on an yeah. umbrella. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> yep. What else right. do we had? Okay. So let's get to the one you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Magic Kingdom. There's some big stuff happening at the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Okay. The first thing I'm going to tell you about is what was not announced. And what was not announced was any definitive plans for the area currently being known as Beyond Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> so that's not the technical name. Um, everywhere I've seen that written, it has been written in quotes. Beyond Big Thunder Mountain. So they released no details as to what it was going to be. Previously, previous announcements have had included the idea that it would be kind of Encanto themed. Um, I thought it was Encanto and there was another. 
I feel like there's another movie that they were going to put back there too. And so I think that it's Coco, maybe it could be, I don't know, but, but the reality is beyond just some sketches and some artwork, there wasn't anything definitively announced about it previously. And there, and, and what they did is this year they doubled down on, yeah, we're going to do some stuff. We don't know what it is yet. So just hold on tight, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's great to know that expansion is finally coming to the magic kingdom. It has been far too long. I don't know. I, I'm kind of, some of the arguments I hear from other people, like someone in my travel agency, he's like, this isn't going to compete with the fact that Universal's opening a fifth, like another door. Like they're having another new theme park going. And he's saying, putting another another part in Magic Kingdom, which is already pretty big. Like if they're really going to answer, they should be opening a fifth door at, at Disney World. Maybe. I don't know. I, I can go both ways on that. Um, here's the thing when universal opens another park, it's, it's not, it's not a huge park, right? I mean, if you, you take universal and islands of adventure and the the square footage and you put it all together, right? What do you have? Yeah, probably something, what, one and a half, maybe two times the size of magic kingdom, maybe. Whereas we've already got four full parks that continue to expand. So when you continue. We, those are our parks. Yeah, there are parks. You know, we're, we're DVC owners. <laughs> okay. okay? Yeah. I got a piece of uh, Disney real estate. Yeah. Right? We own a bone in the Dino Land They're gonna yard or take something. Take that bone away from us. <laughs> That's right. But I guess my thing is, is like, okay, well, this is a way to um, take the busiest park and help spread the distribution out a little bit more. Yeah, I, I can see that argument too. You know, I think I think it goes that way. And this is something that when uh, Disneyland opened Galaxy's Edge, yeah. right, that was the big expansion there. Boy, it really did a lot for the flow of traffic around that park. Yeah, it you can go full circle back You can go there. full circle. Yeah. It used to, be, used to be kind of a horseshoe, end, right? Yeah. And then you'd have to go back and forth. You know what? To me, I feel like this is a great opportunity to do the same sort of thing where they're going to be able to now maybe ultimately make the full circle. I don't think it'll be all at once, but it does at least start that possibility in the narrative because they have the space. Yeah. And and by the way, this is something that could help the Walt Disney World Railroad become more of a transportation piece rather than just a place Action. to take a great nap. Oh, gosh. Oh my goodness. Because because at Disneyland, the railroad really is a transportation piece, right? That's probably like the key word. Anyone listens to our episode, they're like, when's Randy going to say the word nap? Well, <laughs> if you're paying, playing, if you got your bingo card out, there it was. Yep. They won the game now. <laughs> All right. What else we got? D23. Um, do you want to talk about the country bears? If he had hair, he'd be pulling and tugging at it right now. Well. Too soon, huh? You know, we got to address it. I just have to say, before we get into it, that I just love Frontierland. I just love it back there. I don't know why. I'm not particularly a cow. Oh, goodness. He's holding his country bear jug. We have no We have no video here. Doesn't matter. This is uh, for sentimental purposes. I got up. And I grab my country bear jug with Big Al right there. Yep. 
I, I love Frontierland too. I don't know why, because I don't really like that. I, I'm not a big fan of Western movies. That whole genre doesn't really just, appeal to me. When I'm back there. I just, I'm like, yes, I love it back here. Yeah, but it is a cool place. It's yeah. a cool place. And in my opinion, one of the best uh, stage shows around is the Country Bears Jamboree. Now, I've said it before on this show, and I've said it in other places too. Um, not as much is, as you've said the word nap. It but. is not politically correct today. Okay, but I think that's just if you're if you're trying to be a stick in the mud. <laughs> that's look. Well, that's, that's, my the pers- cult- that's my that's the culture that's, we have these days. That's, though that's yeah. Well, and I think that's that's my personal opinion on it, right? Um, because I think it was just meant in good fun. But there's people that are maybe a little sensitive to what some of it is. The announcement this year about what they're going to do to the Country Bears Jamboree is that they are going to. Um, reimagine it. And so it will now become the Country Bear Musical Jamboree. And what they're going to do is they are going to reinterpret favorite Disney songs in different genres of country music. And this is what the, the site actually says. Imagineers are envisioning the new experience as an homage to the classical, to the classic musical reviews in Nashville and they're working with Nashville musicians to get the authentic country sound. And I read that and I said, well, that's stupid. <laughs> and I'm just going to say it like that because if you're going to come up with a new attraction, we'll go get some new characters to do it. You, you don't need to do that with the Country Bears. That's, that's not what the show was. That's not what they did. So this is, this is one where I can say I don't like this move. Others, others have argued. They'd said, "Well, but at least you still have country bears." And I others say, meaning me. That was me. The optimist is like, "Oh, well, they're sticking around." No, they're not. They're gone. That's it. They killed them. <laughs> they're putting you new know? spirits inside. They're of stick, them. They're sticking new voice boxes in there, written by some some yuppies in Nashville. Now, oh, goodness. make country music, go. and nobody even. That's like people grow up. That that's not country music. Well, they're from Nashville. Oh, but that's not the country music I knew. So, anyways, it's not the country bears I knew. And I'm going to miss Big Al singing Blood on the Sand. Even or is though it Blood on the Saddle? I think it it's on is the, sand. It's on the sand? Okay. <laughs> well, we better move on after that announcement. D2323. You got to go to the next one. I, I got to catch my breath. Drink something from my Country Bears mug. That's empty. If there's something in there, I would not drink that, dear. The hat box ghost is materializing. I guess they're going to be putting him back. I don't know if it's back in or just into. This will be a. This will be brand new to Florida. Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that is one. Is that soaring around the world is going to be soaring over California, which I've never done the California version one. Have I done it in California? I feel like it's the same one. I think it's around the world there too, isn't it? Um, so anyway. They're, they don't do this very often, but there will be a... a it's a limited run. Though. It's a limited run yeah. in Epcot. They're going to do Soarin' Over California. People always talk about the oranges, and I'm like, I don't think I've ever smelled the oranges because I don't... But what I hope they do is I hope they use this as an opportunity to de- to develop an updated version of Soren that would be there more permanently. It Oh, I, <laughs> Look, wouldn't, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. They have got to do it. <laughs> you finish... By by flying into Epcot, 
And it's Epcot from 25 years ago. Like it doesn't look anything like that right. anymore, right? Yeah. They have got to update some parts of that, I think. It doesn't I don't seem know. like it would be that hard. Yeah, well. Or expensive. You know, I have residents tell me that it shouldn't be that hard to fix water leaks. But I tell you what, it's more complicated than you think. (laughs) (laughs) And you fix water leaks at our own house. So you have first person experience. All right. So we, we don't drink alcohol. But if you want to drink alcohol over in Pirates of the Caribbean, there will be a tavern. Which I'm wondering if they're just going to turn Tortuga Tavern into they're just going to make that space a tavern or what maybe maybe but you know there is also over in that same spot the um oh what was it called the pirates adventure adventure which was basically bibbity bobbity boutique but for boys or for anyone who wanted to be a pirate okay i didn't even know that was a thing well it's gone okay Uh, after covid it did it never reopened okay so maybe that area will be and so it's right there and i feel like "Mm, that that could be a that could be a spot but i could see tortuga tavern being the same thing because there's hardly ever anybody in there i mean i go there to get my my peanut butter nutella yeah. banana sandwich and how how many times do you have to wait in line for that yeah Never. i mean it's yeah it's pretty sparse over there and and it closes kind of early and stuff so i don't know what this is going to be i i kind of picture this as the pirates of the caribbean version of oga's cantina right that's what i'm envisioning this this tavern to be kind of like is it going to be as popular as oga's cantina probably not i don't know a lot of people do like to drink well, but they and they like pirates, but uh, but you know, but everyone can picture themselves in the Moss Eisley Cantina because everyone's seen Star Wars. I don't know that you're going to get the same thing for a pirate tavern, but it sounds cool. I would try it out because um, even though we don't drink, just like Oga's Cantina, they'll undoubtedly have some very delicious non-alcoholic beverages. There you go. Aye, matey. And maybe maybe they'll serve it in a Country Bears jug. Oh, don't. That's too soon. Okay, moving on. (laughs) All right, Test Track 3.0. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's about time. I mean, I feel like a couple times ago when we were there, we did Guardians. And then right after we did Test Track and we were like, oh, this this used to be a cool ride. (laughs) And now after being on Guardians, it seemed really dated. Do you remember Test Track 1.0? I don't. Okay, I do. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, is that I, when you I, went as a teenager? You went on that. Yeah, I remember the original after it opened, and uh, and it was good. You know, the current version we have is 2.0, and really, what 2.0 was is they added a lot of uh, neon. Okay. <laughs> okay. And what I learned about this, and I don't, I didn't really know this, and and some of it's just conjecture. But what I learned about this was was Test Track 2.0 came. It came out right around the same time that. Tron Light Cycle Run came out in Tokyo. Really? 2.0 came out at that same time? It was all around the same time. Okay, gotcha. And the folks at GM were like, hey, because it was time to refresh it. And they're kind of like, hey, we want something to be like that. And so that I I see the influences now that I've learned this. And you look at where all the neon and the outlines of stuff are. And you're just like, oh, that's why it kind of looks like that. I, yeah. I get the I get the imitation now. So I do think it's time for a 3.0 update. Something needs to something needs to happen. You know, if this is we're talking about designing cars and the future and efficiencies and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, 
what you're doing now is way behind what we currently have on the road. Yeah. So their vision of the future is way, way outdated, you know, so it's time to do something more. I would think that as a huge sponsor there, General Motors would want to be updating this more frequently, but. Yeah, I mean, the biggest updates they do is they just put new cars in their showroom there. But I I think that's why this announcement is happening is because it is a sponsored ride. Um, so there's the money, you know, with the sponsorship to to make it and happen. I don't know in a de- time when Disney doesn't seem to have a lot of money that they're... Well, and, and I don't know the details. I do wonder, is this a required part of the contract that every yeah. few years they have to do it? Or is this a, well, if we feel like collaborating, we can, you know, sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, staying in Epcot, the, they announced that the official debut of the new um, Nighttime Spectacular is Luminous, Symphony of Us. So we've never been huge fans of nighttime shows at um, Epcot. I mean, we did like the 50th one, but anyway, what do you think about that Symphony of Us? Fireworks, fountains, lasers, lighting effects, and music. Um, and undoubtedly will probably incorporate something going on with Spaceship Earth and the beautiful LEDs they've put into there. I, I tell you what, I'm actually kind of excited. Yeah. Because my opinion is when it was working, they hit it out of the park with Harmonious, except for the fact that those barges were permanent fixtures. Yes. And that was not how it was originally imagined. Remember, those barges were supposed to be able to be floated out every day to be put in place for the nighttime show. But what they built was so complicated, they had to kind of permanently fixture them. And it made the World Showcase Lagoon look hideous during the day. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do here. But I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. And part of the reason I'm optimistic is because they actually didn't say anything more than this. Than Luminous is the name. Yeah. <laughs> so they, were, they weren't overhyping this. So, so on the one hand, it's like, okay, maybe... Maybe they want to build the anticipation. On the other hand, it's like, okay, maybe they don't actually have a concept yet. I don't know. It, yeah, it's like, are they just trying to like really geek it up or are they just behind the ball and they don't really know what's going to happen? Yeah. The last one I've got on my list here is the Star Tours um, announcement. What's the character, the, the latest Disney Plus character? Ahsoka, right? Yeah, Ahsoka. He's going to be in Star Tours. Yep. Um, and you said it would be better than her than Ray. Why did you say that? Because maybe you shouldn't have said that on the air. <laughs> That's just my opinion, right? I think Ray is a little overdone at this point and frankly not that interesting of a character. Well, that's having, I mean I I'm said not that, trying to stir the pot, but I I didn't understand when you said that I was like I don't know what that means. No, cuz cuz I hate that trilogy. That's why. That's oh. why I did it. Now now I've been outed and the hate mail will come, but I hate that trilogy. I think it was terrible. It was I mean we got hate mail from Nashville, we got hate mail from yeah. all sorts of places This now. wasn't a super positive episode. For me. <laughs> I know. I encourage you to listen to my other episodes and maybe maybe my other podcasts when I'm very happy and cheery. Um, D23 is sometimes a moment of great excitement, anticipation. This year was kind of just, it just, they were like, I guess we got to do it. Yeah. Let's get out there. <laughs> well, I think. Um, I think there's definitely some exciting things to come, right? 
the fact that they're still talking about big beyond big thunder mountain exciting okay at least we haven't thrown it away yet the fact that we're still talking about making changes to animal kingdom and dino land excellent at least we haven't thrown it away yet um but some of the other ones you know we're always looking for more and this was kind of one of those we're taking a little bit of a a breather here you know Going back to the Soarin' Over California, the fact that they were able to provide an overlay at Epcot, it's like, why can't we do more of that in Disney World? Like, they do, like, the really cool one at Disneyland at Haunted Mansion, right? With Every year. It's like, why can't we get Jack Skellington at Disney World? <laughs> and and they do it in more places than that, right? They, they do it at Space Mountain at Disneyland, where they'll do Hyperspace Mountain. They do it at the... Um, the, the Tivon collection, Garden of the Galaxy oh, yeah. Mission Breakout, right? They have a Halloween thing and there. And it's a complete overlay. And you do wonder, like, why aren't we getting any of these sorts of things in Florida? There's really not a, there's not a justifiable explanation yeah. for it at this point. It certainly would draw more people in. So um. It's the flagship park. It has the most people every year. Um, I mean, Central Florida has become literally the number one tourist place in the United States, you know, in terms of number of people. Yeah, we can do better. <laughs> we'll have to play a game next week or something. But, you know, I, I do think it's it's helpful for people to know because sometimes you'll just get a, like a little soundbite or a little thing on Instagram about something that was happening at D23. But now hopefully we've given them more information of what was announced, not that necessarily it will all come to pass, but but now, you know, we're all informed and I will I will be optimistic. You will probably be cautiously optimistic, but I'm always I'm actually always optimistic. I may not um <laughs> I may not be super excited about the direction they're going, but I'm optimistic that no matter what they do, they'll actually do it well. Okay. So I want to be clear That's about true. that. That's true. Yeah. The they end of the they day, don't throw something out there. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they might announce something that is supposed to be super amazing and they completely change the plans. But what they ultimately launch is still amazing. Okay. And that's what I love about going time and time again. The disappointment is that you're hoping for one thing, but the optimism is knowing that whatever it's going to ultimately be, it's going to be great. And if it's terrible, like California Adventure, for those first while, like they'll fix it. They'll fix it. Yeah, you know, Disneyland Paris, like wow, you know they. And I think those are lessons that they've learned. Yeah, that I hope they don't repeat, just because we have different leadership at the helm. Yeah, Um, you know, hopefully someone calls Michael Eisner up and says, "Hey, remember when you did Paris? Like, what were some of the things that you wouldn't do again?" Can you leave us some notes or some history? And, and, you know, and he'll say, go watch the Imagineering story. I I told everybody exactly what they shouldn't do. Right. So (laughs) um, but it's great. I I am looking forward. I'm always looking forward to new stuff. And this will be this will be another number of fun years to look forward to as the parks continue to transform in Florida. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Walt Disney, he he never wanted it to be a complete finished product. It was always supposed to be evolving. And so. The good thing is, if you're not excited about some of these changes, you've got some time to still enjoy it as it is, because it takes a while for anything to happen. Yep. And if you are excited for the change, well, hopefully it'll happen at some point. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. It Something will change one day. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, guys. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts on some of these announcements and which ones you're hoping are happening. So, Or, or maybe which ones we didn't cover. Yeah, I'm sure we missed Because there's a lot more still. I mean, it's a full weekend event, oh, yeah. so they do stuff all all the time. Anyway, you guys have a great one and, and catch us next time. Bye. Bye.